Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, where your host, Tim and Julie Harris, we're broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's going to be a fun show today. Definitely looking forward to it, and uh, I think it's going to be exciting. We've had a lot of great commentary about the theme of happy traits. Seems like such a simple concept, right? But agents get bogged down when things go sideways, and I think it's important for them to adopt a few of these simple techniques so that they can not make you know, getting into a rut, their theme song for the quarter or the year, and they can basically just snap back to it. So that's why we're doing this series. Exactly. And guys, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday on point number eight. Now, listen, we've been reading emails, getting call, everything you guys, every way you guys try to communicate with us. Um, we are totally and completely in sync with you. All of our coaching clients, all of our listeners, there's 100,000 of you that listen on a regular basis. Most listen to podcasts for real estate agents. So we know what's happening in the front lines, and we're hearing from all of you that there's a lot of, you know, even the, those who are having your best years ever, which, by the way, here's an interesting, Julie, I didn't tell you this. Hmm. Listeners, if you have not yet participated in the survey, go over to timandjulieharris.com. It's the top post on the site. Um, obviously, a lot of great news stories. We put up four to six, sometimes more news, new news stories every single day. Make sure you're reading those. But please do participate in the survey. Uh, so, Julie, one of the survey questions was, do you anticipate, or so far this year, how's your year going versus last year? Are you planning on, you know, so far are you making more money, the same money, whatever, whatever? And mm -hmm. to, it's like the, an overwhelming number of people that are taking the survey are saying basically they're having a better year so far this year than they did last year, which I love hearing, ah, you know? Yeah, That's exciting. Absolutely. Because, Good. Because, guys, it's been a long time since there's been this much belly aching for the agents out there who don't get it than what we're seeing now. Those of you who get it, you know what I'm talking about? Because what we're seeing is we're seeing the change in how business is done in the real estate industry. And I know nobody else is talking about this. They'll all be talking about this in two years. Remember I told you this. People are struggling trying to figure out how to make buying buyer leads work. And when buying buyer leads doesn't work, that means teams are going to stop working. When teams stop working and buying buyer leads start working, that means people agents are going to have to start getting back to work doing actually what it takes to be successful in this business and trust me when I tell you that's going to be painful for a lot of people there are there are whole industries whole you know I mean they're massive big companies now that are in the business of selling leads there's brokerages that are in the business of getting agents to form teams so they can you know and the teams are need to, to are, are, their lifeblood is buying buyer leads all of that is going to start rounding the bend. You're feeling it in your marketplaces because there's not a lot of inventory. So all these agents out there who have grown up in the past 10 years, if you've never if you've only been in the business for 10 years, you really this is your paradigm. You believe that, you know, teams are the way to go. You believe that buying buying lead, buyer leads are the way to go. You have been uh, raised during an era in real estate 
that's coming to an end. And you guys got to be sensitive to that. And there's no better proof than how the other agents who are not focused on listings, how much they're struggling right now. All kinds of reports coming out. I'm, you know, We're sharing those with you on the website, agents optimism, agents all this, the other. And like I compare it to our own surveys of our agents, our even listeners, those of you who have yet to become even coaching members who are listening to us and applying what we're saying, i.e. focus on sellers primarily. And you guys are having your best years ever versus everyone else who has a really shitty attitude. There's no inventory, this, that, and the other. My buyers can't find anything to buy. People are nervous. I'm, you know, all this. These are the, so that's the sort of the, the, you know, the bifurcation that's happening in the marketplace right now. The agents who get it, the agents who have accepted or are accepting the fact that long-term ever-increasing success comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, focusing on being of service to folks, being focused on uh, pursuing listings. There's that group of people. And then there's this other group of people that are trying to still make bell-bottoms and eight-track players be cool in an era where everyone else is listening to MP4s. Do you guys get the point? So you're right now in the mess, whether you know it or not, during a transition in the real estate industry. There's been other transitions like this that have happened in the past, where there's almost been these big movements of things that have come and gone. Uh, where agents, it, because agents like to chase fads, they like to chase things that are novel, and those 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 things wear thin. And eventually, when everyone starts doing it, there's too many of agents trying to do it, and it stops being effective. That's what we're experiencing. The statistics from National Association of Realtors that talks about basically all the things that we talk about all the time. They are the facts reinforce what Julie and I have been telling you guys for the past two years. So look, the bottom line is you can still make this if you're one of the agents that hasn't taken. The survey yet or one of the few agents that says so far this year you're not having a better year than you were you were last year it's not too late because we're still early enough in the year but just being completely honest with you if you want to make this your best year ever if you wait another 60 days it probably is too late because at that point you'll have too much of a hard time trying to build momentum so if you have yet to request your free coaching call do it now go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com we are going to get you started on that free coaching call we're going to get you started on your business plan this is the Tim and Julie Harris business plan the one that actually works you know we're going to walk you through the new member coaches will walk you through how to create your lead generation wheel how to focus on listing uh, on listings and when you get the when you get it guys when you request your free coaching call, you're also going to get six free books. When you tune into what we're saying, and this is what I get from feedback, right? This isn't me just saying it, hoping it's true. This is from what you guys say to us. When you dial in, when you focus in, when you drill down on what we're getting you guys, asking you guys to do, life gets a hell of a lot easier because you're not so confused. You're not one of these agents that's trying to decide, should I build my drip campaign or work on my website or should I buy buyer leads or should I do this, the other thing? You are give, we are giving you permission, not just that. We are telling you it's smart to forget about all that stuff and just focus on the things that are going to put you in a position to help, help folks and make you money. That's what we want the industry to wake up to because so many agents are burning themselves out. So many agents are going to fail out of this business because they're on the wrong path. I mean, Julie, I wanted to give a very direct, very specific, I suppose for some people it will probably be a little bit overwhelming message to start today's show just because we've been receiving so many emails where these agents don't know it, but they're actually asking for help. They're asking for us to That's say true. cut the crap and just focus on you know, essentially helping folks and making money. What are your experiences? Yeah, no, I think so you're far? right. I mean, I think that some of them are in danger of – blaming the market for not having a great year this year because, oh, it's so hard working with buyers and, you know, we get outbid and, 
You know, I, even though I'm buying buyer leads, I can't find anything to sell them. And when the real answer is just become a listing agent, but they're hiding out from that fact and taking too long, some of them. Now, our respondents to the survey, not so much. These guys are having a killer year. Why? Because they've gotten their pre-listing packages done, because they've listened to coaching that shows them how to present their pre-listing package, because they're not afraid to prospect since they have a pre-listing package. They've upgraded their skills. And now it's almost like, you know what? Hand me an objection. I know how to handle it. Hand me, you know, a list of expireds and older expireds. One of the things that our, our uh, members are really loving right now, Tim, is they're going back to two- and three-year-old expireds because when those homes expired at that price they were trying to get back then, now in most cases, in most markets, our agents can get them that price, maybe even more. So they're having a lot of fun with prospecting. It's the agents who aren't willing to do the things that aren't the easy button that are struggling. And I think we're getting far enough into the year that they're becoming in danger of making that their theme song, which I don't think is okay. Well, I mean, why blow a whole year over it, that? It, well, exactly. They're going to piss away a whole year basically chasing mm-hmm. – you know, the wrong thing. They're going to piss, piss away a whole year trying to figure out Facebook ads. I mean, Inman's doing all these, you know, articles on Facebook ads. Guys, please stop wasting your time with crap. Julie, I had a coaching call today with a new-to-me coaching client. Um, I don't know if he's listening or not, so I'll just use his first name. His name was Carter. And he is brand new to real estate. He has been successful in another career. He hired me right out of the gates to be his coach. He's a KW agent. KW, of course, is trying to indoctrinate him in all the, you know, the stats and the other programs. And so he came to his coaching call, second coaching call with me today, and had all these questions. And none of the things that KW was trying – and look, I'm sorry, I, I, Julie and I are friends with a lot of the KW folks. We've never been – we're never going to hold back on any of our opinions. You guys have come to respect us because of that. And, and, and a lot of the folks that started KW Maps, Julie and I have literally known for decades, okay? So just be clear about that. We have no rub against KW in particular. But this guy came to the uh, coaching call, and he had – I went to this KW training program. They try to force every new agent to go to it, and these are all the things they were telling me to do. And guess what they were telling him to do? Buy buyer leads. And guess what else they were telling him to do? Try to start forming a team. And guess what – get us do that. You guessed it. Drip campaign, CRM, all this bullshit. They were trying to tell him uh, to do all the stuff that was going to waste his time. And he said, Tim, I have six buyers. I have six buyers. I have no leads. I have, he just sold some uh, a property to one of his friends, but and he's got another property. He's going to sell to another one of his friends. So he's doing what all of you guys do. He's going down the wrong path. He's chasing the buyers in a market where there's a huge shortage of inventory, and yet there's tons of for sale by owners, tons of expireds, tons of other sources. Liz Penn's actually are increasing his marketplace. All these other sources of business he could go after, and here it is. His broker is trying to get him to you know chase this rabbit that's not going to go anywhere. So he said, I'm confused. I know that these things are never going to lead to a, bis- uh, a transaction for me, or at least it's going to take forever. And I went through all of his buyer leads with him. I asked, you know, gave him the, our five rules for working with buyers. You guys can find that specific rules that you have to make sure every one of your buyers follows before you actually put them in a car, waste any time with them. And he hadn't pre-qualified any of them. He hadn't actually gone through the process with any of them. So he didn't have six buyers. He had just a bunch of people that were looking and he knew it too. And so then we started on the call. I did exactly what Julie just said. I said, please go back in your MLS. Remember, this guy's in L.A. Maybe I didn't tell you that. He's in L.A. Go back in your MLS. Go back six months. And then tell me how many expired you see. Tell me how many this and the that's and the other things. I said, so here it is. You have lists of people, dozens of people in your marketplace that have their hands up in, their air, in the air saying, I want to sell my house. 
My house is yet to sell, and yet the brokerage in the industry is telling him to chase buyers. And, and so here's Julie and I, right? We're, I realize, you know, we're not as big as KW, not anywhere near. We're just a drop compared to them. But we're sitting here saying, look, if you want to make money in this business, if you want to help people in this business, why don't you go and talk to the people that have their hands in the air already saying, I want help. I want to sell a property. Why would you waste your time on all this other crap? It doesn't make any sense, does it? You guys know that. That's the reason you listen to us every day. And I told him that, and he felt better. He felt relieved. And I know a lot of you guys do too because intuitively, you know, intellectually, it just makes sense what we're saying, that that's where you want to put your best efforts. So that's what he's going to do, and that's where he's going to be wildly successful. And you guys find a single example of an agent who's been a top producer for decades that hasn't followed that same formula. They don't exist. There's a reason why they have been top producers for decades is because they know to go after the listings. And you guys have to learn to do the same thing. Stop resisting it. Stop doing all the silly stuff that everyone else is doing. It's not necessary. Opt out. Take responsibility for your own future. You are self-employed. You are an entrepreneur, whether you think of yourself that way or not. So you guys have got to be willing to buckle down and do the real work. So, Julie, let's pick up where we left off at point number eight. All right, you got it. Point number eight, we're talking about the traits of happy people and how to adopt them. So point number eight, happy people have clearly defined standards in their personal and business lives. Happy people are very clear about what they want and don't want. So here's an action. If we were to ask you what are the three most important things you're working on right now, could you answer immediately, succinctly, and with specifics? There's something to work on that you can do today. What are the three most important things that you're working on? So Again, people that are happy, they don't have to think about it. They don't have to ruminate on it, get ready to get started. They just tell you, one, two, three, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm serious about. Make sense? Of course, but they're focused on, Julie, what are the focus is? The focus is on the things they're going to put them in a position to help other people and make money, right? Is that what That's you're right. talking about? Which, uh, okay. you know, kind of curiously is related to being happy. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Well, so let's but drill down on that. So give us some examples. Okay, so for example, they have very specific goals. I always go back to the five areas of life, but let's, let's just be clear. Financial, that's a pretty big category. And when you ask most people, what are your financial goals? Okay, I mean, you could start with do you have any, but let's, say, let's assume that they do. What are your financial goals? What do most people, um, let's say agents, say? I want to make more. I want to do more deals. I want to have more. Well, that's not clearly defined. It's not succinct. It's, it's not something. How do you go after more? But happy people who are driven by their goals and can tell you that, they'll say, here are my goals. My goal is to have at least one year of financial reserves to cover my personal overhead. My goal is to pay off debt. My goal, maybe my goal is to buy a rental property for cash. Okay, they can tell you exactly what those goals are. Several so, of our so clients know they're say, working on paying for college, but they can tell you is the point. They have an answer. So, so what I'm hearing you say is a goal is a dream with an action plan, and where most yes. people fail with writing with accomplishing goals is writing down specifically what they're working towards. Guys, the real estate treasure map, which is one of the six books that we give you, that's a, half the book is basically completing a business plan, completing a personal business plan that'll help you focus on what's most important. And when it when you get when it gets down to it, what Julie's also talking about is yes, having goals in five areas of life, but we're also asking you to have a list of minimum standards of things you're going to do every single day, no matter what. 
And when you focus your best energies every single day on those minimum standards, and those minimum standards, guys, are going to be, some of them are going to be personal. We want you to exercise. We want you to show, that would be one, for example. We want you to show appreciation for the people that you love. Literally be demonstrative towards the people you love. That Because if you don't do that, if you, you're going to lose, you, you might become financially successful, but you're going to lose connection with your family. You get it? So you have to be proactive about these things. You have to be proactive about your health. That's the exercise thing. And then as far as business goes, we want you to be proactive about the number of contacts you make every day, actual conversations using actual scripts with the intent of setting an appointment, and all, those types of things. That's what the real estate treasure map is all about. When you really you know, drill down on all of it, you're going to find your long-term ever-increasing success comes down to realistically no more than five things. And those are the five things that you will do every single day. Do not set a realist, unrealistic, ridiculous number of things that you have to do. Don't say, every day I have to make 100 contacts. You won't do it. So make, so, make a solid five contacts or 10 contacts a day. Then you will actually do it. Then you can see yourself doing it. Then you'll build momentum. Now, not just any contact. We want you to build con have contacts with folks that are actually in the market or would be in the market if you ask the right questions and help them realize that now is a great time to sell their house, which, by the way, it sure as hell is, isn't it? So that's what we're asking you to do when Julie's asking you to focus in on the activities. Now, the next point Julie wrote down is negative. happy people do have negative emotions. They feel fear, uncertainty, confusion, and frustrations. They don't allow those feelings and thoughts to control them. They identify the feelings and take action to reach uh, resolution, moving toward a positive change. So here's the little uh, mindset for you guys. What happens is if you have, if you're not feeling good, if you have a bad emotion, if you're feeling like a victim, if you're any way, any form of victim uh, feel emotions, all they do is breed more victim emotions, and then basically you have confirmation bias, and then you start finding out other reasons to justify the fact that you feel like a victim. In other words, it never ends, and that becomes a lifestyle. And then you start watching CNN. I mean, I'm joking, but you guys get the point. It's a never-ending slippery slope to hell. That's what basically allowing yourself to have the luxury of one single negative emotion. Negative emotions will pop into your head all the time. Who cares where they come from? Don't try to analyze them. Don't try to find the root cause of them. Don't give them any power. Get to the point where you just observe them. If you have a negative emotion, if you can observe the negative emotion opposed to being a victim of the negative emotion, I know this is a little obtuse, but just stay with me here. If you can just observe at what's your current emotional state, how do you feel right now? Seriously, answer the question. Now observe that emotion. How do you feel? That's it. That's all you have to do is observe it. Don't ask why. Don't remember back to some asshole that happened, you know, that basically crossed your horizon this morning. Don't think about what, anything else. Just how do you feel currently? Okay? Observe how you feel. Do you feel probably, hopefully, positive, motivated, excited? Fantastic. Now, wait 10 minutes. You're going to feel differently. The point is your emotions change all the time, like a billion times a second, right? Your emotional state is not something that you can depend on. That's the reason that we are not ever going to say, oh, you have to be passionate to be successful. That is horseshit. You do not have to be passionate to be successful. At being in passion, that whole comment, that whole theory is nothing but ego. You don't have to be passionate to be successful. You don't have to be passionate about selling real estate. You don't have to be passionate to make a gazillion dollars in any industry. You just have to be good, and you don't have to be passionate to be good. You be passionate with what comes as a result of the work you do. Be passionate about, you know, the, everyone can be, unless you're a sociopath, you can be passionate for the fact that you're helping people accomplish their dreams. 
right? A buying and selling and, you know, all that. There's a lot of excitement that comes in that. Be passionate about that. I was never passionate about, I was passionate about our business. I was passionate about working with Julie. I was passionate about what was coming as a result of our work. But, I mean, I wasn't passionate about selling real estate. Not very many people are. Real estate is the very definition of a thankless job. Look how frequently, you know, you'll work your ass off and people don't say thank you. Happens all the time. It's called normal. It's not you. It's the business. So my point is, guys, is don't rely, don't uh, count on your emotional state to be determinant of your resolve in life. And here's how you – and this is where the whole mindset crowd slips in and confuses you guys. Aren't you feeling – you've got to find your one thing. You don't feel passion. You don't feel all these other things. All these gurus and these speakers and these mindset freaks, What all they do basically is uh, – Bank on your believing that you have to have a certain emotion before you become successful. That is a lie. Here's the proof. And I'm not going to give you the normal proof I give on a coaching call because this is in front of 100,000 people. But I would normally tell you guys something about how you can be in one physical state. And Anyway, I won't do it. But those of you guys who are clients, you know what I was about to say. I'll just put it a different way. The best way for you to change your emotional state is to get into action. If you're feeling shitty, if you're feeling low energy, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling not appreciated, if you're feeling like life is getting by you, don't wait for your emotional state to change. Get into action with regards to, say, for example, just simple things. This is the reason it goes back to our daily minimum standards. Do some exercise. If you're feeling a lack of love and appreciation in your life, here's what your homework assignment is. I want you to go and give appreciation to other people. If you feel lack of appreciation, I want you to write three notes to folks that have shown you, uh, you know, given a kindness sometime in the recent past. Even if it was something very simple, I want you to say thank you. Uh, your spouse, your children, your broker, your office manager, your coach, say thank you. Show appreciation for other people. Because in the act of showing appreciation, what happens is your physical, your, I'm sorry, your emotional state starts to change. You can also, uh, the other, frankly, the best way to change your emotional state is go take a listing. Go put something in contract. How much better would you feel today if you set a listing appointment? Your emotions will follow your actions. A lot of you guys have made the mistake and you believe that your actions will only follow your emotions. That is not true. Get into action first. Get into massive action. Get into overwhelmingly massive action. And watch how quick you all of a sudden start feeling like the person you always wanted to feel like. Julie, are you vibing with this? Yeah, absolutely. It's always getting into action. I mean, when in doubt, go take a new listing. We lived that life. It really is true. And anybody that doubts that, here's the question. How much better would you feel if you had, choose your number, but at least one new pending, but how much better would you feel if you've created three new pendings in the next 10 days or less? I mean, everything would be better. Instantly, your mindset is better. Why? Because with more income comes freedom. And isn't freedom the reason you got into real estate in the first place? For most people, that's the answer. I think probably for us. Julie, let's, go, okay. let's blaze through, let's blaze through uh, point number 10. I'll read it real quick, and then you go right to Perfect. 11, because 10, we've already kind of talked you about it. it. Point number 10 is happy people are ambitious, ambitious. They detest the autopilot mode, in other words, being complacency, and they strive to be in the pilot seat, even if that means flying into unknown territory. Wow, just like what we just talked about, guys. Are you listening? Passive behavior leads to reactive uh, and victim type of emotions. Active behavior leads to happiness. The simple act of taking control 
control just by itself puts you in a better place emotionally and mentally. So when you guys finish your real estate treasure map, you, nothing's going to change, okay? I know a lot of you guys have gotten into this lazy habit of thinking that the busy work is what's going to get the result. It's not. Your emotional state will change as your financial state improves. And the only way to do that is complete the treasure map and then actually implement the things that you've learned. Look, I know what you guys are thinking. Tim, a lot of the things you guys are saying feels natural, feels normal, feels intuitive, feels like common sense, but everybody else tells me something different. Hey, guess what? Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Trust how this just feels like a perfect fit for you because it's the truth. The rest of the stuff is the elegant lie. So Trust yourself, guys. Quit being told or quit believing that you, don't, you aren't good enough because you are good enough. What you have inside of you is good enough. You just need to learn how to apply, you know, frankly, take massive action, and the actions you take have to be the things that are necessary to get you the result that you want. Point number 11, and Julie, this one's a great one for you. Yes, point number 11, the happy person's affirmation. And I personally use this all the time. It's easy to memorize and use. Here's the affirmation. I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. Happy people are not procrastinators. So here's your simple action step. Adopt that affirmation immediately. I guarantee you, even if you only say it 10 times right now, there's no way you're not going to get more done today. I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. Go ahead. Point, point number 12, happy people are at peace with the accumulation effect. They're not addicted to instant gratification. Oh, damn, that hurts so many of you to hear. Well, I hope I'm going to say it again. They're not addicted to instant gratification. Happy people are results-oriented, thus, thus they value effective and efficient results, even if it takes longer. So accumulation effect, here's basically a simple understanding of how it's, what that means to you. Everything that's worth having is going to take probably two times longer than you think it's going to take to get. Okay? The number of listings you want is going to take longer. The perfect physical health you want to have is going to take longer. The perfect relationship you have is going to take longer. The money that you want to accumulate is going to take longer. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't sell yourself short. Don't let other people talk you off your journey. You stay focused on that no matter what. No matter what, you're going to accomplish it because you know everything worth having is probably going to take longer than you think it should, but it turns out it happens in the exact order in which it should. You just have to accomplish it, then you'll realize that. So just remember that. So point number 13, Julie. Hold on. Point number 13. She just told me she has to go help somebody. Point number 13. Happy people understand the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Happy people don't give much energy to things that they cannot change, but instead spend their efforts fully on those things that they do have control over. So here's your homework uh, from today's call, and here's your homework from that last point. What are you banging in your head that you have no control over? What do you actually have control over but you need to be more proactive on? Guys, go back to the point that we were talking about earlier. Focus in, drill down your, your daily minimum standards to three to five things. My three to five things, the three to five things I always prescribe to all my personal coaching clients, I told them to you guys before, but I want you to write these down. Number one, you have to have a minimum daily number of contacts. The minimum daily number of contacts is, generally speaking, going to be the same number of listings that you want to have at all times. And everyone has to have a minimum of 10 daily minimum contacts per day. So I'm, no one, none of you are going to shortcut that. And a contact has to be a conversation with a decision-making adult, and ideally it's going to be about helping someone sell their house. That's number one. 
do that every single day, and if that's the only one of your daily minimum standards that you actually accomplish, you will make a shit ton of money in this industry, I promise you. Point number two, you have to do something to take care of your body every single day. And a lot of you guys are into yoga and Pilates and all that type of thing. It's fantastic, but make sure you're taking care of your body. If you're fat and you know it, lose weight, look into the Atkins diet. It works for everybody. The science has been proven at this point that if you follow the Atkins diet, uh, you will absolutely positively not just lose weight, but a lot of other health problems that people develop as they get older will be, abided, or will be uh, essentially avoided. Next thing, you definitely want to show appreciation to your immediate family. You want to show appreciation to your close friends. You want to every single day, uh, you know, give them a hug, give them a kiss. Don't let a day go by where you do not overtly show appreciation for your family or the people that support you. Not, you know, some people are basically their family or their friends. Other people have tons of kids. I get it. But every single day, show appreciation for those folks. The next daily minimum standard that I suggest, and this is, again, depending on your beliefs, is you have some form of meditation or prayer, some, some form of communication with whatever you interpret your higher power to be. Julie and I believe in God. We pray, and I would suggest you guys, whatever it is for you, whatever it is a match that puts you into that mental state of being connected with a higher power, that will give you more power because it makes you focus on being of service to other people and making a lot of money. And then beyond that, I would leave it up to you. Really, the bottom line, guys, is your daily success, your overwhelming success, the accumulation of success, your ever-increasing success does come down to just those three to five things that you do every single day, no matter how you feel, no matter what the weather is, no matter what's happening in politics, no matter whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, when you stay focused on the things that actually you're here to do, which is being of service to other people, when that becomes your prominent driver in life, Everything else will align itself behind that because you'll now have a set of rules that you can govern your behavior by in your business. Listen, guys, if, uh, if we can do anything to help you at any time, email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. If you've not yet done so, please go over to timandjulieharris.com and check out all the articles. You can listen to this uh, our daily podcast on that website. I know a ton of you guys listen to us on iTunes, so you've never been over to our website. If you're on iTunes, please give us a great review. I appreciate that as well. If there's ever anything we can do for any of you, please let us know. We're here to help you in any way we can. Um, guys, listen, you know, this is what we live for. We live for the service we provide to you. I know that more and more of you, tens of thousands of you, hundreds of thousands of you get it. Have the same level of dedication to your craft, to your marketplace, to your skill set, so that when people come in contact to you, they'll feel the same way about you as so many of us, or so many of you guys feel about us. Does that give you a little bit of direction? If there's ever anything we can do for you, please reach out to us. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.